Ready to end overwhelm and turn your dreams into inspired action? Welcome to the Get Fired Up and Focus podcast, where you'll learn how to plan, prioritize, and fire up your productivity so you can work less and live more. And now your host, MBA award-winning business strategist and Mama Panur, Rachel Cook. If you're ready to get fired up and focused, I've created a free 21-day course to help you get laser-focused, turbocharge your productivity, and get bigger results faster in your business. Give me 30 minutes a day, and I'll show you how you can work less and live more. Visit firedupandfocus.com slash podcast to get instant access to the entire Fired Up and Focused challenge delivered to your inbox daily, as well as exclusive bonuses only available to podcast listeners. You're listening to the Get Fired Up and Focused podcast, episode six. By now, you should have made some great progress and prioritizing and planning the tasks that you need to do in your business every single day, which means measuring the time that you're spending in your business becomes a whole new game. As a mamapreneur, work-life balance is something that I get asked about all the time. Yes, I'm a CEO. Yes, I'm running a rapidly growing business. But you know what? My family, my health, and my downtime aren't just a luxury. They are a priority if I'm going to continue doing what I do at the level which I'm doing it. I have people asking me constantly, how is it that you seem to get everything done? I'm so busy. I can't find the time to have family dinner or to take a weekend off or get my booty into a yoga class. I hear you. It's just not easy to make big changes in how you approach your life and your business. But today I'll shed some light on how you can begin to manage it all and create a little bit more ease, a little bit more grace, and find some white space in your week. The goal here is not to pack and schedule every single minute of your day and your week. It's to give you a flexible framework so that you can experience more ease and more flow as you go through your work week. I love this story that I heard for the first time when I was still in college. It comes from the 1996 Georgia Tech commencement speech by Brian Dyson, who was the CEO of Coca-Cola at the time. And he said, imagine life as a game in which you're juggling five balls in the air. You name them work, family, health, friends, and spirit. You must keep all the balls in the air. But you soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. The other four balls family, health, spirit, and friends, they're made of glass. If you drop one of them, they will become irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. You must understand that and strive for balance in your life. This really hit home for me. It's up to us to make space for what matters most. And I've taken this to heart because I come from a family of extremely hardworking, aka workaholic, entrepreneurs. And I remember so many times growing up when I would watch my dad burn himself out over and over again, just struggling to make payroll or keep up with all of the demands of his growing business. I remember him coming home from a 10 to 12 hour day, exhausted and with no energy for anything other than zoning out in front of the TV. And this hit me 
hard, like threw me on the floor when I began to have the same type of burnout in my more traditional consulting career. When the anxiety attacks started creeping up on me, I realized that if I didn't make it a priority to take care of myself, my health, my well-being, my relationships, my spirit, I risked winding up in a place where all those things in my life that were so important to me, they just wouldn't be there. I knew things had to change. So I made a plan to create more white space around my work week to help ensure that those five core areas of your life get the attention that they deserve. Like I said, these things are not optional. They're not a luxury. If you're going to perform at a high level, you're going to keep up with a rapidly growing business. You're going to have the energy and stamina to do this thing as an entrepreneur. You have to take care of yourself and the people who matter most. So I call this system to make space for what matters most a model calendar. It's not fancy at all. And it's not even something that is a super precise structured tool. Like I said, this isn't all about scheduling and mapping out every single minute of your day for a full week. Personally, I need a little bit of balance between structure and flexibility. I found that if my schedule is too set in stone, just too packed and too rigid, then anything, a traffic jam, a lunch that runs late, a phone call, can throw it off course and then make me feel like my day has been ruined, or even worse, like I'm completely failing as an entrepreneur. And if you're like me, you're someone who's got a family, or you've got a spouse, or you've got friends, or you've just got things going on, you have a life, you will be so glad when the school calls and says that your kid is sick, you need to come pick them up. Or your best friend calls asking if you want to meet up for drinks and you have the flexibility that allows you to take care of the people you care for. And at the same time, I need to have a system in place to make sure that I'm actually moving my business forward, that I'm getting those five core task areas, the successful CEO tasks accomplished every single week. And I found over and over again, both for myself and thousands of my Fired Up and Focused Challengers, that if they are not scheduled, if they are not planned into my calendar, that it's really easy to skip them one week and then suddenly weeks go by and, oh no, I haven't written a blog post in months. So let's get started and begin mapping out your own model calendar. Now there's a real process I take people through and it might sound completely counterintuitive to business-minded people. But honestly, if you're like me, us entrepreneurs love what we do and we will work forever and find ourselves out of time for our family and our self-care. As entrepreneurs, we tend to put our work above everything else and we struggle to make quality time for our families. We don't take ourselves to the gym. So when we're starting this process of creating your model calendar, I want you to start by putting yourself and your family first. So we're going to actually break out a calendar. I love using a Google calendar for this because I can then share it with my team and they can see what time I'm working on what things in case they need to schedule something or let me know about something that I'm working on. Um, I find that that's really helpful. It also lets me share it with my husband, which is very helpful. He knows when I'm working or when I'm going to the gym or whatever it might be. So grab a Google calendar and start by putting yourself and your family first. 
Now, this means blocking out your personal time first. And I know, again, this sounds so counterintuitive. You might even be thinking, wow, this is really selfish. I can't believe I'm putting myself first. You need to do it, especially if you're like me, which like attracts like, maybe you are. I am an extreme introvert. I need a lot of personal time. I need a lot of downtime. And if I don't have a book in my hand for at least an hour a day, I'm just not a happy camper. So I have to schedule that time for myself into my calendar as well as time with my family. By taking care of myself and my family first, I'm able to avoid work burnout. I don't feel overwhelmed by my business as much because I'm overly scheduled with phone calls that completely drain me as an introvert. And I also make sure that I'm calendaring in things that are important to my family. Family dinner is in our calendar. Date night is in the calendar. Um, My time with my kids every single week, taking them to soccer or ballet, it's in the calendar. Even things like family game night. So it sounds maybe a little crazy to have all of these things structured in there, but I can promise you it makes my family feel so well taken care of, even though it might not be a ton of hours, they're dedicated hours just for them. So once you do this, once you start building your model calendar by putting your life and your relationships and your health first, you can see where your office hours are going to be. And I think this is really crucial. I find that so many solopreneurs, especially if you're working from home, are just working whenever there's time to work. They're just squeezing work in at every available moment. And as a result, They feel like they're working 24-7, 365, even though honestly, they're probably just not getting a whole lot of good focus time in. When you don't have those boundaries between work time and personal time, then you've lost that sacred workspace that will allow you to do your highest and best level work. Now, I do want to say, I know that not everybody has a consistent schedule. This is something to work towards. And it is something that will also change. I found that when you have more clearly dedicated office hours, it will help you to stay focused and create the space that you need to work on those highest level CEO tasks. Now for me, this happened kind of automatically because my office hours are when my children are in school. And I found that the difference between scheduling my work time during naps and after kids go to bed, and then scheduling time to work when kids are in school made a huge difference for me, mainly because now I also have time for myself during my evenings or when my kids are home and not needing me because they're napping or something like that. So it makes a huge difference when you can be 100% focused on your business when it's time to work and 100% present for your family when you're together. Once you can see where those office hours are, we want to actually start blocking in specific things to happen during those office hours. One of the most important things I think you need to schedule every single week is a CEO date. I'll tell you more about the CEO date in just a few seconds, but for right now, you need to know that I have found this to be a really crucial appointment that you have with yourself where you can actually plan and make sure that you're working your plan towards the big picture of your business. 
And I found that if you don't make this happen every single week, if you're not putting an appointment with yourself, a CEO date in your calendar, then you'll easily fall back into the worker bee mode. And it will keep you from the CEO level mindset to the worker bee mindset. We don't want that. So start with anything from a 30 minute to a one hour CEO date each and every week. I highly recommend putting it the same date and time. I do Mondays at nine o'clock. Maybe you like to do it at the end of the week so that you can set up the week coming up, or maybe you like to do it at the beginning. One of the two generally works really well. Now that you have your CEO date on your work hours, you also want to schedule in time for those five core successful CEO task areas. I schedule these in blocks because the individual tasks, the individual to-dos will probably change. Maybe one week in the marketing category, you're working on blog posts, another week you're working on networking, another week you're getting ready to do a speaking event. Those individual tasks will change. The goal here, though, is to make sure that you're touching on each of these core task areas at least once a week so nothing gets left behind and you're making forward momentum in your business. As you start to do that, you'll also want to group like with like. Often you'll find tasks that you're doing over and over again in your business will be so much easier to accomplish if you have them grouped together. It allows you to get into this state of flow. It's actually really challenging to switch tasks. I find it really hard to go from writing a bunch of new fresh content for my community and then jumping on the phone with clients. So a great way to consider putting together like with like is batching these types of things. For example, if you're working with clients, I find it so much easier to get into a groove with my clients if they're all scheduled back to back instead of having one client Tuesday at nine o'clock and then another client Wednesday at 11 and another client Thursday at 10. I put them all together back to back. So it's just back to back phone calls. This will help you get in the zone, be really engaged and get into that kind of groove you need to get into when you're working with people. And along the same lines, batching is incredibly powerful. And by this, I mean things that you do on a regular basis. Now, these could fall under admin ops. These could fall under marketing. These are things that you've committed to doing on a regular basis in your business. I find that even under the marketing category, there's a ton I can do to batch my marketing content. So this includes writing newsletters, writing blog posts, recording podcasts, um, preparing for all my client sessions for a week, doing workshop prep. These are all things that it's much easier to, again, get in the flow and do them all in a few hours in one day instead of 30 minutes every other week. It allows you to really get more momentum and feel like you're on top of things in your business. You're doing these things in a much more efficient way. Now that I've given you a really high level overview of a model calendar, I want to share with you a few more pieces of advice. One, know that this can be adapted to just about anybody in any business. I promise you. Now you aren't going to have a calendar that looks exactly like mine. In fact, don't do exactly what I'm doing. It's all about making it work for you, for your schedule, and honestly, for your family, your health priorities, your personal care and downtime priorities. What I'm doing right now just is not going to work 100% for you. So this is where being the tailor 
of your business comes in. You have to design your calendar around what's most important to you in your life. And the second thing I want you to know is this will probably change. In fact, I can guarantee it will change. It might even change a lot. I see a lot of people when they start creating a model calendar, they create something that's so drastically different from what they're currently doing that it's incredibly hard for them to stick to it or make it work. So you might find that you need to create a calendar that you can move towards in the next month and then another calendar that you can move towards in the next three months. Maybe right now it's as simple as blocking all of your client appointments together so that you can start freeing up some space and then know that in three months, you're going to have a little bit more structure and flexibility at the same time. And if you're like me, if you have young children or something else that causes variation in your schedule from week to week or month to month, you'll probably need to check back in with your model calendar on a regular basis. I check back in with it about every three months and it keeps me accountable. It helps me to see, am I really sticking to it? Am I putting time in with my highest level priorities? Or am I working through my self-care time? Am I working through and scheduling appointments when I need to be at yoga class? So if I find that I'm neglecting an area of my life or an area of my business, then I know that it's time to go in and tweak it. So if you're interested in taking a peek into my week and looking at how I set up my model calendar, make sure you head over to firedupandfocus.com slash podcast so that you can both get the workbook that will help you to set up your model calendar and get access to the full Fired Up and Focused 21-day video challenge where I will walk you through creating your own model calendar using mine as an example. I want to circle back to an idea that I brought up before we dove into this full model calendar called a CEO date. Now, this date is an appointment on your calendar that helps you to step out of the worker bee mode and get into CEO mode. I highly encourage everyone to take your business on a CEO date on a regular basis. Looking at your business from this high level will make sure that all of the work you're doing is getting you where you ultimately want to go. And this deserves a committed, focused, distraction-free appointment. You'll want to schedule your CEO date weekly. It all comes down to this. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. This is a really well-known saying for a reason. To get to your goals, to reach those big visions that you have, you have to have a plan to get there and make sure that you're working the plan. Now, there's a few different types of CEO dates, depending on what level of strategic planning you need to do. So every year, I block out a full week to brainstorm, to mastermind, to plan the big projects for the calendar year ahead. In fact, we are getting ready to take the entire team on a retreat so that we can look at what's coming up for 2016 and beyond. Then each season or every quarter... I break down those yearly goals into the top one to three things that we're going to create, complete, or prioritize during the next 90 days. So every season, I'm pulling out things from the big year-long plan and saying this is our focus as a team for the next 90 days. One season, we might be focused on getting the systems worked out for all of our customer service. One season, we might be focused on upgrading one of our existing programs like Conscious Business Design. 
one season we might be focused on doing a lot of outgoing marketing, like getting interviewed or doing guest posts. Having these types of clear focuses for each season helps me to gain a lot of momentum in a relatively short time frame of just a few months. Once I have that 90-day plan, then I can take that and break it down month by month. So for example, if my seasonal focus, my 90-day focus is to be getting more outreach marketing, I want to do a lot of interviews and a lot of guest posts, then each month I'd be giving myself clear, check-offable things. How many places am I guest posting this month? How many places am I being interviewed? How many places am I pitching? How many articles am I writing? I would chunk it down and give myself tangible, check-offable goals, measurable goals, things that I know that are getting done and that we're actually making progress on. If I knew over the month that I wanted to be interviewed five times, then each week I would be making sure that I'm either pitching myself or getting booked for interviews so that I can meet that overall 90-day goal. All right, it is time to get into inspired action. First things first, we're going to create your model calendar. Go ahead and download the bonus workbook at firedupandfocus.com slash podcast to get started. Then you'll be able to create some sacred space for your week and you'll have clearer boundaries between your personal and work time. Once you've created that model calendar, I want you to try it on for a week Remember, I started this entire Fired Up and Focus podcast by saying it's so important that you try things on. And once you've tried them on like a tailor, you can go in there and tweak them, alter them, adjust them to fit you and your business. You might find that if it's not working for you, you just need to continue making those little refinements, those little adjustments. And it might take a few weeks or months to get into the right rhythm, to get into the right schedule for you. But committing to it for a full week will make such a big impact, especially as you begin layering in these other things we've talked about, like the must-do-tomorrow list, the rituals to open and close your work time, and pomodoros. They will help you get so much more done. And finally, have your first CEO date. Go ahead and make an appointment with your business. Put it on your calendar. You'll be so glad that you checked in to see how you're doing to work towards those big picture priorities. If you're loving the Get Fired Up and Focused podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would take a moment to rate and review the podcast in iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs just like yourself who are ready to kiss stress and busy work goodbye. Ready for even more ease and less stress in your business? Get the entire 21-day Fired Up and Focus Challenge plus exclusive bonuses just for podcast listeners delivered to your inbox for free when you visit firedupandfocus.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon on the next episode of Get Fired Up and Focused.